testify on the impacts of Castro Huerta, which are already manifesting themselves in numerous ways across all of Indian country. My name is John Dove Chowdhury, and I'm proud to serve as the ambassador for the Muscogee Creek Nation, the fourth largest tribe in the United States. I'm joined today by our Attorney General, Jerry Wisner, who is available to answer any questions here today or in QFRs related to public safety on our reservation. Castro Huerta requires immediate action. The risk of misapplication of the holding, either by the courts or important federal agencies, is very high. And as a result, we need Congress to immediately signal its ongoing intent to adhere to honor its treaty and trust responsibilities. As Justice Gorsuch noted in his dissent, when the founding framers drafted the Constitution, they took care to eliminate state power over tribes within their borders. The founding framers also saw fit to declare treaties once signed by the president and ratified by the Senate to be, quote, the supreme law of the land. The Constitution then tasked Congress with the exclusive role of managing relations with tribal nations. As the Muscogee Creek Nation, we signed the very first treaty entered into under the Constitution as we know it today. In 1790, President George Washington gathered with Muscogee leaders to sign the Treaty of New York. That treaty delineated the boundaries of the fledgling United States, as well as the duties, responsibilities, and obligations of the United States to my nation. The decision in Castro Huerta dangerously infringes on Congress's ability to effectuate its treaty responsibilities and obligations to tribal nations. In the modern era, Congress has been, has in a consistent, bipartisan manner, steadily worked to restore tribal sovereignty and secure tribal empowerment. From the Indian Reorganization Act in 1934 to the Indian Child Welfare Act in 1978, from the 2010 Tribal Law and Order Act to the 2013 and 2022 reauthorizations of the Violence Against Women Act, Congress's message has been clear. The best and only real solution to addressing public safety in Indian country is restoring tribal jurisdiction and sovereignty. Castro Huerta undermines tribal jurisdiction and sovereignty by creating a false, false narrative that native victims are best protected by the state. They are not. And now, post Castro Huerta, there is no law or mechanism requiring local county law enforcement agencies to inform, public, uh, inform tribal nations when they learn of crimes committed against Indian victims, even if the county agency ultimately declines to prosecute. We are already receiving alarming reports that county officials are reluctant to do so. We will simply have no way to know about the crimes that are not being prosecuted. This is precisely the public safety crisis Congress sought to avoid by passing VAWA 2022. And although I know other voices testifying here today may tell you Castro Huerta was necessary to address a public safety crisis, any actual crisis was entirely manufactured by the individual county sheriffs, prosecutors, and others who have not only refused to collaborate, but actively used criminal cases, and most disgustingly, victims, 
as political proxies to create the illusions of a crisis. The solutions to Castro Huerta are clear. They're not new. Over a decade ago, the Tribal Law and Order Act Commission created through bipartisan legislation and composed of bipartisan legal experts traveled throughout Indian country studying the public safety crisis and reported one overarching solution, restore tribal jurisdiction and authority. The solution to the problems created by Castro Huerta is not to study a problem we already understand. The solution is restoration of tribal jurisdiction and authority, plain and simple, including the removal of outdated, misguided limitations imposed on the ability of tribal nations to ensure criminals receive sentences commiserate with the seriousness of the crimes they commit. Following our, our victory in McGirt, the state spent millions, tens of millions of dollars to file over 30 cert petitions and hired multiple PR firms to create the perception that McGirt created a public safety crisis. And as the Atlantic reported in an article published on April 26, 2022, the numbers backing up Oklahoma's public safety crisis claims have been nothing but hyperbole. The court's decision in Castro where to constitutes an outcome determinative decision designed to appease one governor's misleading and false PR campaign against tribal sovereignty. The decision, however, has implications that extend far beyond Oklahoma. As the nation that has fought to preserve Indian country's historic victory in McGirt, we understand what's at stake when states attempt to usurp Congress's exclusive management of Indian affairs. The court's misreading of the General Crimes Act and disregard for clear congressional intent only fans the flames of an already existing public safety issue throughout all of Indian country. We're asking Congress to take action. Mado, available to answer questions. Thank you very much for your testimony. Um, the chair now recognizes the Honorable Kevin Killer, who is the president of the Ogallala Sioux Tribe. 